I'm Jackie Ventoris, founder of Messy Bun and All. Here at Messy Bun and All podcast, you will find tips on wellness, motherhood, sisterhood, and how our faith carries us through it all. You will find inspiration, encouragement, and resources to help you on your journey. Life is messy, but together we can do this. Messy bun and all. Hey, welcome back to this week's podcast, a special one in a series based on Psalms 23. Now, last week, we began by looking at verse one closely. If you haven't yet listened to that one, I invite you to start there. And then this week, we are going to be going a little bit deeper yet into verses two and three. Now, I am so grateful that we have this opportunity to really just dig a little bit deeper, get a deeper understanding as to what Psalms 23 is saying. Why is this verse so critical to my journey with God, right? What can I understand differently from maybe a verse that you've overheard? It's been repeated in so many different scenarios. And when I've recently sat down and just read this verse by verse by verse, it really brought something new to light in each verse. So I pray that this continues to bless you. And we're going to start with verse 2, verse 3. Actually, you know what? Why don't we start with uh, verse 1? Verse 1 we read last week, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing, right? So this is what we're going to look at, verse 2 and verse 3. It says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for His namesake. If you have a highlighter or a pen, there are four words I want to bring to your attention that I have highlighted, and it says, makes. That first line, he makes me to lie down in green pasture circle, makes, and then it says, he leads me beside the still waters, leads. He restores, restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness. He makes, leads, restores, and guides. Makes, leads, restores, guides. Some other um, translations says refresh instead of restores. Refresh, restores. That's why I love reading different translations because sometimes there are different words that pop out and create a deeper understanding of what it is, you know, the psalmist is trying to say there, what David is saying. He makes, leads, restores, guides. It's amazing how essential it is for the sheep to know their shepherd's voice, right? Last week, we talked about how important it is for us to make a declaration because one way or another, we are making an everyday declaration of who or what it is we're serving, right? I'm either stepping out in faith or I'm stepping out in fear. I'm either stepping out in the confidence of who God is calling me to be, or I'm stepping out in the fear and in the lies of what the enemy wants me to believe. So making that declaration of who your shepherd is, who you are going to follow is going to be essential. It is it is critical to your survival. And so another thing cr- that's critical to your survival is knowing your shepherd's voice. 
So I want to pause here and say, pose this question to you. How do we know our shepherd's voice? How do we know our shepherd's voice? You know, a lot of us go to church and we build the knowledge of what it is that the Word of God says, right? And that's important. Building our um, vocabulary, right? Building the knowledge, building the understanding of what God is, who He is by reading His Word is so critical. But on a daily basis, right, because we don't just need to be led by the shepherd or reminded by this once a week, right? This is an everyday faith walk. Like if you are ever feeling weak in your faith, it is probably because you're waiting for that one day to fill yourself up. Like we talked about the Costco run, right? You want church to be like Costco where you're getting the bulk scripture, the bulk hope, the bulk faith, and you're hoping that that's going to carry you for the week when in reality, God is wanting you to come to Him every single day. The sheep have to be led every single day. The sheep face danger every single day. And so it is critical for them to be guided by their shepherd every single day. So how do we come to know God's voice? How do we know this shepherd's voice? For me, what I have learned is being still. Because I am the fixer-upper. Like, give me a problem, I will solve it. If you've worked with me long enough, you know that one of my core beliefs is there is no such thing as a problem. There is no such thing as a problem not having a solution. Like, there's always a solution. That's the core of my belief, right? That's probably what motivates me to keep trying and not giving up. And so... Here I have this unique opportunity now to just be still. And really, it's, it's a practice for me every day to be still and say, God, what is it that you want me to do today? One of the biggest things when I accepted this call to start Messy Bun and All has been to focus on obedience over-focusing on the audience, right? Both are important. Both are, you know, to me, it's like, I need the audience, though. I need the donations. I need the funds. I need the support, right? And the problem is that when you focus there, you lose sight of who it is that has called you in the first place. And so when we are listening to the shepherd's voice, What we are also doing is letting go of the ideas that we have of how something should work out, right? We are letting go of the timelines of when things need to work out. We are letting go of comfort. We are letting go of so much of what we think we want. And in exchange, what we're saying is, God, we're trusting you. So that has been my daily practice. And my discipline is really just 
practicing to surrender, right? I'm going to surrender because if I keep talking, if I keep chatting, if I keep fixing, there is no opportunity for me to be quiet and just listen and learn God's voice. If I'm the one who's always working, if I'm the one who's always solving, if I'm the one who's always talking, what opportunity am I giving God to come in and speak Speak life, speak deliverance, speak healing, speak hope, speak encouragement, speak resurrection. If I am the one always stepping in, there is no opportunity I'm giving God to come in and move in a way that only He can. So am I giving God the time to speak in my life? That's what I want to ask you. Are you giving God the space and the time to speak and to move in your life like only He can? You know, the sheep's survival depends on on it knowing its shepherd's voice so that it can ultimately be led back home. Because remember, last week we talked about how, what's the whole point of a shepherd? Well, the only occasion you will need a shepherd is when the sheep are roaming around in free pastures, right? There are pastures that are fenced in. Do you need a shepherd? No. But what that tells me is that Because there's an analogy of us being the sheep and God is the shepherd, we are free to roam. And it is because we are free to roam that God is saying, hey, if you want, if you want, I can be your shepherd, right? I can lead you home. That is God's role is ultimately He wants to lead us home. Now, what happens when a sheep does not learn a shepherd's voice. Now, you know this actually happens, right? That a sheep, and I didn't know this actually when I was researching into this, I came across the story of sheep not learning a shepherd's voice. And I was like, what? The thought didn't even cross my mind that that could even be a possible scenario. I thought sheep always learned a shepherd's voice. And there are instances where sheep, whether one or an entire flock, sometimes don't learn a shepherd's voice. So what happens when they don't learn a shepherd's voice? Well, in this case, very rare, but in this case, the entire flock has to be eliminated. It's crazy, right? Because it's pointless for a shepherd watching over the sheep to have a flock that is unresponsive. Hmm. God wants to lead us home. God wants to be a shepherd that is keeping us safe and that is guiding us. Now, when we look at verses 2 and 3, it tells us what it is that He wants to do as our shepherd. God is saying, I want to make you lie down in green pastures. Make. I want to make you lie down in green pastures. How beautiful that it talks of a season of prosperity, right? When we think of green pastures, you know that there was, there was probably a season where everything may have been dried, but rain fell and rain nourished it, and now there are green pastures. The sheep can eat 
from the green pastures. And so God is saying, I want to feed you in a way where you are going to be filled. I want to make you lie down in green pastures. And then it says, he leads me beside the still waters. You see, water is so important for survival for any of us, right? But he doesn't want to take us to just any waters. He wants to take us to still waters, still waters. Now, he also wants to restore our souls. Now, some place, uh, some translations say he refreshes my soul. How many of us want a reset in our life? How many of us need and long for that rest, right? That restoration, that refreshing of my soul. God is saying, well, if you learn my voice and if you follow me and if you allow me, I want to restore your soul. And then it says, he guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, what shepherding also can teach us is that it is so much better to lead from the front than it is from the back. A lot of times we picture God as being, you know, this dictator or someone who is writing down every wrong thing we do, right? God instead is a shepherd who wants to lead from the front, right? Because whenever a shepherd actually pushes sheep, the sheep end up responding in fear and anxiety. I mean, how many times do you like being pushed, right? How many times have you ever been shoved? Now, I laugh a little because I think of Wally, like he's in this new phase now where pushing and pulling is fun and it catches us us off guard sometimes, right? Um, And this pushing and pulling after a while can be very frustrating, annoying, agitating, right? So the sheep, even when their own shepherd is the one doing it, can really become anxious and fearful, right? It's not a positive thing. But when I go ahead, right, when the shepherd goes ahead of the flock and he calls the sheep by name, they in turn begin to follow peacefully. You see, the sheep trust the shepherd. The sheep trusts his voice and they want to follow anyone Anyone can lead by agitating, right? Eventually, if we're all pushed and forced and shoved, yeah, we are going to see movement. You're going to see feet moving forward because you're being pushed, right? Somebody is forcing you into a direction. But that's not true leadership. That is not true discipleship. That is not true um, characteristics of somebody who is a good leader, right? That's true characteristic of somebody who is very incompetent and insecure in themselves, right? (laughs) But the sheep who respond and who follow peacefully, that's key, right? Peacefully, they want to follow the shepherd. Then that says something good about the shepherd. That says they trust the shepherd. That says, I want to follow the shepherd, 
leading like that produces a desire to want to follow. Now that is art. That is beautiful to know that God is somebody who isn't pushing us or forcing us, but who wants us to follow him. So today, I just want to pose this question to you is, how do you know your shepherd's voice? How do you know your shepherd's voice? What are you doing to differentiate that voice from everything else that is around you demanding your attention? What is it that makes this shepherd's voice stand out? And do you want to be led home? Do you want to be led to the place that was always meant for you? Because the shepherd that we have in God is one who makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores, he refreshes my soul, and he guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. This week, I want to invite you to take time to set time aside. It doesn't have to be anything extreme, five minutes even, before you start your day. And this is what I do when I come to my office because my morning routine at home is bananas. But when I come to my office, I simply sit and ask God, what do you want to say to me today? What are you trying to speak to me today? How can I listen? How can I respond to what it is you want me to hear? And I pray that today's podcast has taken you a little deeper, maybe given you a new insight into the shepherd's voice and how you can take time to listen to it more. God bless. Hey, thanks so much for giving us a listen here at Messy But and All podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you give us a follow on Instagram and YouTube. And if you would like to find out more about any upcoming events or how to get involved with Messy Bun and All, you can go to our website at www.messybunandall.com. Thanks so much. I can't wait to see you again. Bye-bye.